You're listening to the Writing Momentum Podcast with authors Christopher and Gina Mazzelli, where you'll discover more about writing, publishing, building your author brand, and selling your book. Now, here's your hosts, Chris and Gina. Hi, and welcome to the Writing Momentum Podcast. I'm Gina Maselli, and I'm here with my husband, Christopher Maselli. Hey, yo. <laughs> we are talking today about three ways to improve your writing overnight. Oh, boy, can I use this? I'm ready for that. I want to be a better writer by tomorrow. <laughs> better writer by tomorrow. That's the promise. And I think we can deliver. I think we can deliver. It really is funny how there are things when it comes to your writing that can make dramatic improvements just in a very short time, just by having the knowledge of it in your head as you're writing. And that's what we're going to talk about today are a few things that we have noticed, whether you're writing a book or you're writing an article or you're writing even a technical document, whatever you're writing, this can help improve your writing. These things can in a very short time if you keep them in your mind while you're writing. Absolutely. We're going to jump right into the first one. And we're going to talk about working on your lead. Now, your lead is your introduction. It's the, the opening the opening for your piece. And here's the thing. I don't have the statistic right in front of me, but the truth is that when you write, you have seconds. And I'm saying less than 10 seconds to mm. grab a reader. I want to say three seconds, really, that you have. Yeah. Most people will glance at an article and their eyes will brush across those first couple sentences. And if you don't grab them right away, they're moving on. And here's the truth. It is getting shorter because we are living in a more digital world where people are reading quickly on their phones and tablet and just they're they're bombarded with digital material. They are making more they're making quicker decisions about what they're going to spend their time looking at. And so you really, when you're writing your lead, need to sharpen it in such a way that you can really grab their attention very quickly. Okay, so so how, do, how, how, do do? how do we do that? <laughs> First of all, I would say when you're writing your lead, write your lead. I usually write my lead when I first begin a piece because I can't really get going on my piece. I know there are people that say I don't write the lead until I'm completely done and I come back and do it. That's not really how I write. Is that how you write? No, I think you have to have something down as your lead, as your opening, because it helps focus you too on what you're writing. But here's the key. Always go back and rewrite it because yeah. when you write that article or you write that book, whatever you're writing, it will change the way you perceive what's in that lead by the time you finish mm -hmm. it. So you're always going to go back and rework it, but do put something down a direction you're going to go. So let's use an example. Let's say we're writing an article, let's say, about how to teach an old dog new tricks, okay? So what you want to do is in that lead, you want to let people know that what you're going to do is write about how to teach an old dog new tricks, mm -hmm. right? You might, you're going to use better language than that. It's going to be more, have more flourish to it. But you want to reemphasize the fact after the title that this is what they're going to learn in this. Right. Article. And you want to draw people in. There are some pretty typical ways that you can do that. Mm -hmm. One is with a statistic. One is with a quote that relates to what you're talking about. Yep. You can create a vignette where you're creating this word picture. You can tell a story 
I love to do stories, especially if I'm really getting somebody into something. If I can put a story in there, something that makes them feel like they're relating to me as an author or as a writer. And even if I'm doing a ghostwritten piece, I try to find that story from that person that I'm writing for something to make them relatable, to make people feel that connection. That's the key here is the relatability. You want people to feel connected to your article right away. You want to establish that rapport with the reader. So if you're talking about how to teach an old dog new tricks, you might bring in that feeling of how much you love your dog and you want the dog to be able to do great tricks, that sort of thing, mm -hmm. or is that make good, makes that reader connect with you. That's what you want to have in there. Mm -hmm. Now, I see a lot of people will start with a question mm -hmm. in that opening paragraph, right? They'll start, have you ever wanted to teach your old dog new tricks, but don't know where to start? This article is going to show you how. Okay, that is really overused and you can do it. And I've done it every once in a while. I'll do that. But I try to keep it really rare because it's so overdone. So many people do that, that it just becomes boring, doesn't it? It does. And I will admit I have used that, especially if I'm writing for an online piece and I and there I'm writing for a client and I need to get in quick and I've got to use a long tail keywords. I've got to use a string of keywords that they're wanting to see in that first oh, sentence. It makes Google find it. It that makes kind of Google thing. find it. Then yes, I will do that. It is not the best or the most creative way, but there are times when you have to use it. If you're using, if you're trying to get it for, for Google, you're trying to get found by mm -hmm. Google or whatever, you might be able to use it. But yes, there are definitely some stronger ways to creating a strong lead. So more often than not, if you see you have a question as the main lead of your article or of your book or your chapter, whatever it is, do go back and ask yourself if you can be more creative there, because I bet you can find a better way yeah. to get people into that article. Let me add one more thing that you want to do in this piece, in, the, in your lead, is you want to establish some credibility. Hmm. If you are writing about how to teach an old dog new tricks, if you are writing from that as a trainer with 25 years of experience, by all means, <laughs> put that in there. If you are writing as a dog owner who has had a dog that you could not train until you did XYZ, put that in there. That, again, establishes that relatability. People know that you know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. It's that credibility. So go ahead and establish your authority in that first paragraph or in that first opening section in your lead. Absolutely. Okay. So the first thing is to work on your lead. The second way to improve your writing overnight is to work on your transitions and your progression through the article. The transitions are really key. As you're writing from paragraph to paragraph, even sentence to sentence, make sure that flow is logical. Don't ever jump from one paragraph to another that makes the reader not follow where you're going. It's a pretty easy thing to catch if you really slow down. And sometimes you got to put your work away for a day or for a few hours or something, come back and you can see that, oh, I've made this jump here and I've got to add. A lot of times it can be fixed with a sentence, but that sentence is gold. It is the thing that will really help your reader follow along and make sure that they're tracking with where you're going. And I also want to point out with these transitions and progressions, and I have I do this myself. So this is not, we're not talking from a, oh, we've never done this or we've moved beyond this. We're talking about things that we have to catch ourselves. When you are writing, it is really common that you're trying to make a point 
and you write something, you write a paragraph, you write a couple of lines, you write a paragraph, and then you end up coming back to it. When you're writing it, you can think, oh, I'm expanding on it. But if you really set that thing aside, that piece aside, and you come back to it, what you'll find is that you're repeating yourself. You're repeating yourself in a little bit different way. And a lot of times what I find is that second one is the one you keep. The first one that you touched on the first time and kept moving through, that's the thing that you can delete and your piece is no worse. And in fact, it's going to be tighter if you get rid of it. Would you agree? Absolutely. Good I stuff. think there's a lot of times that you even as you're editing me, that I have seen you do that, that you will be like, you don't need that line. You make that point already. Although most of the time, your stuff is perfect. It's perfect. It's, it's absolutely perfect. <laughs> All right. So work on your lead, work on your transitions, and then finally, work on your conclusion. I think the lead and the conclusion are the two hardest parts of any article. The lead is that item that gets the reader reading. It gets them into it, right? The conclusion is the way that they're going to go away from the article feeling. So if you want them to leave the article feeling of satisfaction, just like when you go to a movie, right? If you see a movie that's messed up and all over the place and you leave frustrated, that's not one how you want to leave your readers. But if you see a movie and everything is in place and it has a really satisfying ending and you leave happy, that's how you want to leave your readers. So the conclusion is super important. And I like to, one thing I like to do in a conclusion is I like to have callbacks to whatever was in that opening paragraph. So what, the way you let off the article, so maybe in this article about how to teach an old dog new tricks, you have a line that says something like, maybe your frisky and fl fluffy doesn't know how to do tricks, okay? So then I might bring those words, frisky and fluffy, back into the conclusion because it makes this nice bow tie between the two parts of the article and it helps your somehow your mind brings everything together and it just gives you that feeling of satisfaction i would even say some of those callbacks and you can work this in after the fact this is in the editing process mm. but you will if you're talking about trick or you're talking about old dog new tricks you've introduced it in your introduction you've wrapped it up in the conclusion there might be some ways that you can maybe tie that in throughout there's something that you can bring, however your mind works, that you can bring in something creative that yeah. kind of references. It doesn't necessarily have to overdo it or beat a dead horse where you're saying the same exact phrase, but somehow so that you're getting that idea woven through, it creates this beautiful tapestry. You want to learn a lot about callbacks. You'll find that everything that you write will get a little mm -hmm. better. It's kind of like a little magic. Mm -hmm. but when we talked about our favorite movies and movies you should see as a writer, I talked about Back to the Future because it is full, chock full of callbacks. I encourage you to watch that movie and listen to the script as you go through. And you'll hear callbacks throughout that entire movie and really the whole series. You can do that even in an article and it'll just make it that much stronger. It really does. It pulls it together. And then I wanted to, when we were talking about doing conclusions and we're talking mm -hmm. about how to improve your writing overnight, I wanted to make sure that when we're talking about conclusions, you want to remember what the point of your conclusion is. So the point of your conclusion, like Chris said, you, this is what you're leaving your people with. Mm -hmm. Your readers are going to be left with something here, and they're going to be left with a feeling of satisfaction, a feeling of completion. Or they're going to be left. And I have certainly read articles that didn't really have a conclusion and it like dropped off. And I'm scrolling to try to find out where it was going. 
And it just wasn't, (laughs) it just ended. I was like, this thing just got lopped off. I don't know. I always wonder where the editors are on something like that. But when you're talking about your conclusion, you want to revisit your topic. You don't have to use the exact same word, but you want to Mm -hmm. revisit your topic of what the whole point of this article was or your article, devotion, affirmation, whatever it is. You want to revisit what the topic is, what your goal is or your goal was with it. But then you also want to answer this important question of why it matters. Or as I like to say, who cares? Who cares? Who cares? (laughs) If you're talking about teaching your old dog, new, who does that apply to? You've talked about it maybe in your introduction, you might have touched on it. But who's going to benefit from that? Leave that in your conclusion. Answer that question. Why does this matter? And again, remember, the person who's stuck with you through this entire article, they want to care. They want to know that time that they just spent subconsciously, they want to know, did this matter? Right? Was this a good use of my time? So leave them feeling that feeling of satisfaction like this was a good thing and they will be happy. Awesome. All right. So work on the lead, work on your transitions, that progression through the article, and work on your conclusion. You'll find that everything you write will be a great improvement overnight. Hey, if you've enjoyed this podcast, we thank you. Thank you so much for listening. We hope that this has been beneficial to you. And we ask that if you want to just give back a little bit, please rate review, subscribe so you never miss another episode and share it with someone else who enjoys writing because we can't, we're not really into this writing thing alone, right? We're in this together. Why, Gina? Because together we have writing momentum. (laughs) Thanks for viewing and listening. Bye. You've been listening to the Writing Momentum Podcast with authors Christopher and Gina Maselli. Don't forget to subscribe and get the show notes at writingmomentum.com backslash podcast. Until next time, we hope that you have writing momentum.